Welcome to the 401k podcast, where we explain everything business owners need to know to set up, run, and maximize your 401k savings. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Today, we're going to talk about the important retirement plan deadlines that we all need to remember. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of, there's a lot of wheels turning in the 401k world. So there's a big change a couple of years ago with the Secure Act in 2019. There was a whole slew of changes, but a lot of people don't realize it was actually probably it might have been the biggest or one of the biggest changes to the 401k industry ever. So that's there's a lot of changes for the benefit of the owner, which we're going to dig into today. Right on. So I'm actually dealing with this, so I'm very interested in these deadlines. Mainly because, well, truthfully, for listeners and viewers out there, we met on the podcast, and then you let me know about a cash balance plan that was in addition to the general 401k, in addition to the profit sharing program that we were doing, and then there was this cash balance program, and you, I think a week ago, sent me because we extended, which you're allowed to do as long as you don't officially, you pay your taxes, but you don't file your right. taxes the way I understand it. I mean, for Yvette and I, it, it turns out it looks like we save several hundred thousand dollars in our 401k plan and save probably over a hundred thousand dollars in taxes. So I'm only saying that to the listeners you will understand what all of that means and how you can do that for your business as well when we're somewhere along the line yeah. here, Matt's going to let us know. But what we're talking about today is deadlines. So what are all the deadlines that happen in the 401k and all these permutations yeah, yeah. that you can do, So, Matt? I mean, prior to 2019, prior to the SECURE Act, the only... December 31st was the main deadline for 401k. So you had to uh, set up, implement, and contribute for the most part. There's some lag time with you know payroll and so on and so forth. But December 31st, assuming you were on a calendar year, that was the deadline for foreign case. And with the SECURE Act, they pushed everything back to your filing date. Not everything, but some things back to your filing date, including extensions, which is huge. So before that, the SEP IRA was really the only option if you missed the December 31st deadline. So the SEP IRA would... Would it's very limited on how much you can put into it because you can only do employer contributions and so on and so forth. But the fact that the foreign K industry now allows this, it opens it up to, like you said, that cash balance plan option. So I think I'm going to build this out. There's so many different deadlines and so many different plan types. I think I'm going to kind of just start with the 401k because the foreign K is built between two different types of contributions, right? So we have the employee contribution. Would often referred as EE if you in foreign K lingo, and then you have the employer. So the employee portion is that twenty thousand five hundred that everybody knows and loves, and and that's what a lot of people think that's the maximum you can put into foreign K. So that one maintains as December thirty first. So December thirty first, you have to implement the plan by then, and that's what comes through your payroll deduction that comes through is pulled out of your paycheck and put into the foreign K plan. So that stays the same. But the biggest change is the employer contributions. So before, again, December 31st, but now you can implement the plan. So let's say it's March 31st and you haven't, you don't have any foreign K plan or anything set up for 2021. 
right? You can still set up a plan for 2022 and do a contribution backdated for 2021 to get that deduction. So if you have some tax, a tax bill coming at you that looks pretty hefty, you can still do a contribution up until the day you file. So even after April 15th. So that would be profit sharing. That would be a lump sum match or contribution as an employer. You can still do that. And that has been a game changer big time for the 401k industry and business owners. Yeah, it's uh, been absolutely huge for us. And the real question that I had for some people who have helped us for two decades is, why didn't we know about Mm -hmm. this earlier? Because it's, I mean, this is coming out of, just for, for, for listeners out there to be clear, this is deducted off and out of your GNA, which is decreasing your tax, your, your, well, it's decreasing your net profit and decreasing effectively your taxes. Now, I think it's important, Matt, for us to say that this assumes that a business owner has set up their corporation. It could be a C corp or an S corp. But really, this, the advantage comes when you're a business owner, you've set it up as an S-corp, you're paying yourself the proper salary, which has a lot to unpack there, but you got to pay yourself a salary that makes sense for the amount of revenue you do, and you want to maximize your savings and your 401k, and there's some math around that, and paying taxes and all these other things. But you need to have that in place. But once you have that in place you're effectively creating a 401k for yourself and taking this money out tax-free, sticking it in your 401k, which some in another episode, we'll talk about all the things you can do with your money in a 401k in different places in a 401k, but huge, huge, huge savings. So really in the important dates, if I'm saying it back to make sure I understand it is general 401k contributions from the person and the company, which you get a few days lag because of payroll and things like that. Generally, on a you're on a calendar year, it's December 31st. They got to be locked in. But your profit sharing and your cash balance plan goes until you actually file. And, and using us as an example, I extended, I paid my estimated taxes, which yes. is really important for listeners. You, you, you don't get out of your taxes. You, you get out of but you get out of officially filing, which you're effectively making adjustments on your previous year P&L, which is just huge. Yeah, is that, that that's a good perfect. And, and the that? cash balance plan is considered an employer contribution. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. And and really, I mean, we have people who are switching from a single member LLC, for example, or, or filing as a, as a filing as Schedule C for the previous year, and they're switching over to an S corp. You can still do contributions. They're calculated completely differently, obviously, but you can still do contributions for the previous year. And the fact that they push this back, I mean, just the relief on business owners' faces has been phenomenal because there's there used to be this deadline that everyone was, you know, very stressed about. And now it's okay, you can relax a little bit. You don't have to do just just file the extension and, and you'll be fine. Perfect. Well, those are the dates for listeners that you need to remember. In our next series, you're going to talk about what is an HCE, highly compensated employee, and how does that affect your 401k plan? I think that was a dyslexic problem. (laughs) We'll get through it.
But thanks for joining us. We'll see see you next week. Bye, everyone.